Hi, welcome to In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Kelly. And I'm Savannah. Are you interested in learning about conspiracy theories, but you're way too lazy to research them yourself? So are we, but we're very generous and we're here to do the work for you. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy listening to everything from JFK's assassination to Demi Lovato's twin sister who's trapped in a basement. Hello. You're listening to In Cahoots with Kelly and Savannah. I'm Savannah. I'm Kelly. And we're back for <laughs> our second episode. Episode two. Yes. Um, this week we're going to be getting into a really fun conspiracy. Um, I'm just going to start off right off the bat and say I don't think it's a real conspiracy. Yeah, I, I think. It's a social media campaign, but. Yes, we'll get into that. But I think it's still worth diving into because whoever started this theory put a lot of effort into it and I have a lot of respect. Yeah, and it makes lots of memes and yeah. it's pretty funny and I think it's interesting. I'm a big fan, actually. Yeah. Okay, well, first off, let's um, cite our sources. Audubon.com, an article by Fernando Alfonso III. The, wait, did we even say what this episode was about? Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, um, this week's topic is birds aren't real. Um, we'll get into why they're not, but that's what it is. Yes. Um, so then the second source is the birds aren't real website. So the official website for the Birds Aren't Real Conspiracy Theory. Um, the CIA's official website. Took some stuff from there, too. Yes. Um, some YouTube videos, specifically the WREG News Channel 3. There and... was an interesting interview. <laughs> yes, it we'll was We'll get into that as well. And then a BBC News article mm-hmm. as well. So. So, Savannah, why don't you start us off? Let's dive right yes, in. Yes, okay. excited. So, what... What is the birds aren't real conspiracy? Well, it's, um, it says nearly two year old, two years old, but I think it's actually more like three years old by now movement, um, that claims that the CIA, um, killed off 12 billion birds because the directors within the organization were annoyed that the birds had been dropping fecal matter on their car windows. Um, off to a good start. Yeah. So dumb question. What's the difference between the CIA and the FBI? Um, well, let's start with what they stand for. CIA is Central Intelligence Agency. Okay, and the FBI is the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Investigation. Investigation. So I guess the FBI investigates crimes? Hang on. And the CIA would be more, like, international? CIA definitely was, like, started to combat communism, I think. I think it was the Cold War, yes. <sighs> FBI is domestic. CIA has no law enforcement function and is mainly focused on overseas intelligence. Wow. That was pretty much what I said. Nice! You got it! Um, not a dumb question, because I did not know the answer. <laughs> okay. Um, so, it's, we'll get into the details, but basically, between 1959 and 1971, um, <laughs> birds were eradicated and um, were um, then replaced by robots. <laughs> drones. So, sorry, drones. <laughs> no, they weren't drones, because drones, the word drone hadn't been invented yet. But they were drones. Basically, yes. Yes. But, like, with cameras. 
What is the difference between a drone and a robot? I guess it, is a I drone see, just a robot that can fly? I see a drone as something that flies in a robot as more of a, like, R2-D2 type yeah. person. Beep, boop, boop, beep. Yeah, exactly. Really cute and lovable. Yeah, it's like a pet. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, basically, it's kind of like an internet-fueled conspiracy that spreads the word via the internet alone. I, yeah, I don't lots think it's of propaganda. Really, um... But anyway, so they have a lot of posters and other propaganda that has, like, the birds aren't real slogan and, like, phrases on it. Um, It gained a lot of publicity when a Chicago-based journalist named Robert Lorzel tweeted a photo of a birds aren't real flyer that he found in the streets of Chicago, which I would be really interested if I just came across a poster or a flyer in the middle of the street that said birds aren't real. Yeah, especially... As, a, as someone who had just heard of this. Yeah. Um, I would investigate it. Yeah. As a journalist myself, I <laughs> would be very interested. I definitely would have tweeted that photo. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Um, so, uh, I wrote, is it a marketing campaign to sell products or a real movement that happens to have some dope merch? Because they do have, on their website, they have a lot of really nice merchandise that I'm considering buying. They did have a 4th of July sale. And they had 15% off. And I considered <laughs> buying some... They have... I don't know. They have phrases like... Um, it's like Big Bird. And he's like, <laughs> I'm watching you. And then it's like the birds work for the bourgeoisie. Oh my gosh. And... Um, oh gosh, there's another one. But anyway, they're really clever. It's I, w- I will say it's a very clever conspiracy. Yeah. Okay, so this conspiracy started with Peter McIndoe, who was an English and philosophy major at Memphis University... So, McIndoe first spoke out about this conspiracy at the January 2017 Women's March in his city. So Why, though? Yeah, like... <laughs> like, you know, this is birds' rights and women's yeah, rights. Yeah, women, women deserves rights and so birds. do birds, yes. Um, okay, so a video from the event shows McIndoe holding up a drawn sign and heckling protesters with lines... Like, birds are a myth, they're an illusion, they're a lie, wake up America, wake up. I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to, like, have an excuse to say, wake up, yeah. America, <laughs> yeah, wake, wake up. up. Oh, man. Um, so, and then he says that after this protest and after this video went viral of him, he got the idea of selling birds aren't real goods. And he gained over 50,000 Instagram followers and runs the official birds aren't real merchandise shop. Which, again, is really nice. Really good merchandise. (laughs) I would buy some of it. So, I really like this quote from Mike Metzler. He is an Instagram influencer himself. And he said, quote, Birds aren't real is taking advantage of the memification of previous conspiracy theories. People really want to believe in conspiracies, but more than that, people want to make fun of people who believe in conspiracies. Starting a conspiracy theory and selling birds aren't real merchandise allows them to sell to both sides. End quote. So I think that's really interesting because it talks about how people think it's a joke and it's funny and they want to wear the shirt and then people who actually believe it will buy this stuff as well. So Do you think people actually believe it? I think Peter McIndoe believes it. I think Peter McIndoe's on some hard oh, drugs. he definitely is. <laughs> or not hard, just probably like a lot of weed. So overall, this conspiracy is pretty shallow, not a lot of evidence to support it, but it also is a pretty harmless theory. It's not... 
anything that's going to affect people's lives, I would say. I'm sorry, I just started looking up their Instagram. (laughs) Okay, so I subscribed to their emails. Oh my god. Um, Mostly it's like, 4th of July sale, 50% (laughs) off merchandise. But it did, um, let me go back to my email, it did give a drone field guides. (laughs) We'll get into it, but it's so funny. But then I just looked up their Instagram and the first thing I clicked on it was like an FAQ. So I was like, oh, cool. It can answer some questions, but it's a video. And it's like the founders dressed up like Mr. Rogers in like a Mr. Rogers set with like a pointer and a map. I just can't believe how committed he is to this. Anyway. He's crazy. So people in the bird loving community think it's a positive conspiracy with Jordan Rudder, who is the director of public relations at the American Bird Association, saying that it's getting more people to talk about birds. And I mean, who doesn't? There's nothing wrong with that. I know. Who doesn't want to learn more about different types of robotic birds? (laughs) Different types of drones that look like bird-shaped drones. (laughs) Okay, so now now that we know kind of the, you know, the widely believe, what the sheep believe, the widely accepted truth we'll dive into the less widely accepted truth aka um I, what i like to call the avian genocide <laughs> um so this is I'm, i just basically am summarizing a lot of information that the birds aren't real official website has like mm-hmm. it is a lot of information so it all started with the cia as we've learned central intelligence agency yes. mostly foreign intelligence not domestic Um, So, President Truman signs the National Security Act in 1947, and that creates the CIA. Primary mission of the CIA is to collect, analyze, evaluate, and disseminate foreign intelligence to assist the president and senior U.S. government policymakers in making decisions relating to national security. So, from the Birds Aren't Real website, the CIA's sole responsibility when it was created was to watch and survey tens of thousands of Americans suspected of doing communist things. Which I feel like is somewhat true because especially during the cold war anyone who had any sort of um suspicious activity or relation to anything russian was you know questioned some people lost their jobs because of this Mm um so the cia definitely was spying on america (laughs) for sure for sure i mean the red scare that was huge so, although they didn't find very many people guilty, the fear of communism did continue to rise, especially after Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were arrested, and con- there were two Americans, an American couple that were arrested mm-hmm. and convicted of espionage against the U.S. Um, and spying for a Soviet Union. The CIA knew they needed to launch a new program against communism because they just weren't doing enough. So, the new program was placing CCTV surveillance cameras ar- all around the U.S. with high Russian immigrant concentrations. Um... So, in 1956, Alan Dull... What did I say? Dulles? Dulles, I think, Dulles, okay. Sorry, I looked up how to pronounce the last name Dulles before we started, and it Looks like Dulles. It looks like Dulles. Okay, Like, the city from Shrek. (laughs) Dulac. Dulac. I thought it was Du... Oh, it's Dulac. I thought it was Dulac. Yeah, like, Dulac is the perfect place. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Wash your hands, wipe your... (laughs) I love Shrek. Okay, anyway. So, (laughs) enough about Shrek. Um, That's another conspiracy we'll get into later. 
Okay, so um, so in 1956, Alan Dulles was the first civilian director appointed to director of the CIA. Mm-hmm. Um, he met with President Dwight D. Eisenhower to propose a plan to put cameras in the sky to track people, which would be more efficient than switching between, like, you know, a camera at the streetlight and then a camera in this other place just to track one person, you know? Mm-hmm. Eisenhower was like, I'm on board, but I need to see a plan before I actually fully approve it so that I know that you know, this is actually possible. So then Dulles had to figure out if it was actually possible to put this plan into action. Mm -hmm. So it was believed that the initial plan for killing all of the birds and replacing them with flying cameras was thought up in one crazy weekend (laughs) in May of 1956. So Dulles and his team hated birds with a passion. They... (laughs) And were heard on many different occasions calling them flying slugs <laughs> and the scum of the sky. <laughs> Which I love the word, the phrase flying sc- slugs. Like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> it's like the best insult you can find. I think um, mosquitoes are the new flying slugs. Yeah, forget. No, palmetto bugs. That's just a roach that could fly oh, into your mouth. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they look more like slugs. <laughs> uh, I have found quite a few palmetto bugs in my apartment just so you Are know. you serious? Well, just one. I told you about it, though. Oh, yeah. It was my That's bed. not quite a few. But also roaches. And they could have been flying. I just killed them before they got the chance. Roaches don't bother. They just, like... Roaches don't bother you? They just run away. As long as they don't fly in my face. Oh, I can... If I see a roach in my apartment, I'm not sleeping until I kill it. Oh. And I've killed... I mean, I, if I see a roach and I can kill it, but if it gets away, I'm just like, eh meant to be <laughs> i can't kill a roach I, I can't kill a roach without screaming also and like <laughs> you just need to get you a boyfriend <laughs> to kill a roach for you i've been on the hunt killer list and i don't really care about having a relationship i just need someone to kill roaches for me but <laughs> one of the first roaches i found in my apartment um i like took one of my boots and, and killed it but it was like on my door but it was like in a divot on the door so like my boot wasn't like fully crushing it oh so, no <laughs> but i couldn't stop screaming so this is all my neighbors heard when i was killing it there it was just <laughs> <laughs> for like 10 minutes <laughs> but i killed it i killed it nice oh my gosh I... you're stronger than me because if i i try to grab it with the tissue but if it just like runs away i'm like you know oh what? Gosh. You put up a fight. I'm proud of you. I'll let you live. Oh, you! I think you're stronger than me to be able to actually sleep at night knowing that there's one alive in your apartment. Anyway, back to the, <laughs> yeah, okay. the real scum of the sky. Yes. Okay, so Dulas hated birds. He said um, they would often poop on their cars in the parking lot of the CIA headquarters and pretty much all over the D.C. area, which I'm like, Dulas, you're not special. They poop everywhere. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Have you ever had a bird poop on you? Not on me, but on my car. And oh, every, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, never on me. I don't think I've ever had a bird poop on me. I don't think I would stop screaming <laughs> if that happened. I mean, I am I would rather, like, it's just white. It's not like, yeah, but can you imagine if bird poop was actually just like a fat turd laying on your shoulder? <laughs> that's At least true, it's just but a I white think, milky stuff. I think the white stuff freaks me out more because I'm like, what so is it? Like, yeah. What are birds eating that their poop looks Worms? like that? Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. They need to. They need to work on their gut health. They need some probiotics. <laughs> they need in their to diet. drink some kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So not only did Dulas want Dulas, 
Dulles. Dulles. Yeah, yeah. Not only did Dulles want to implement robots in the sky, he actually wanted to wipe out all the birds as well, uh, killing two birds with one stone, if you will. Funny. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, this is from the Birds Aren't Real website, quote, in a stolen transaction from an ex-CIA deputy, the higher-ups were so annoyed that the birds had been dropping fecal matter on their car windows that they vowed to wipe out every single flying feathered creature in North America, end quote. Can't argue with that proof. <laughs> I know. So on May 6, 1957, Doulas met with an unidentified man from the Boeing Airplane Company and ordered 120 B-52 bombers. And Doulas knew that if his government wanted to go undetected, he had to keep these aircrafts out of sight of the American public. So he devised a plan to construct these B-52 bombers in the Nevada Area 51. Y'all thought that aliens were in Nevada's Area 51, but it's uh, actually bird drones. Yes. We will cover Area aliens. Yeah, yeah. We'll cover Area 51. (laughs) That's going to be a long episode. That might have to be a couple episodes. Yeah. That's There's a lot to get in there. I just wish that I had gone to raid Area 51. (laughs) What happened with that? I think people just camped out and, like, drank a lot and smoked some weed, probably. They can't kill us all. (laughs) Um, So, I'm just going to quote directly from what the founder wrote on his website. Peter. Because it's a wild story, let me tell you. Um, So, 23 men from within the Boeing Engineering Department traveled to Area 51 in the back of an old school bus that they purchased from a salvage yard in Mulcateo, Washington. They were seen by a few individuals bringing couches and rugs into the bus and were also heard discussing, and I quote, a really cool playlist for the road trip. Clearly, the Boeing engineers didn't get the memo from Dulles about remaining undetected and actually... (laughs) And actually painted Area 51 or bust <laughs> on both sides of the bus. Whenever they would stop for gas, they would set up a makeshift campsite in the parking lot and sing songs with titles such as I Left My Honey for Area 51. How long and- does it take them to get gas <laughs> that they can set up a camp- a campsite? Yeah, this is not, that doesn't make sense. Um, songs such, such as Honey, I Left My Honey for Area 51 and Let's Kill All the Birds. They How did that song go? <laughs> It's sung to um, Taylor Swift's. <laughs> um, I don't know. What's you belong with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, they attracted a lot of attention, and the locals of a town in Idaho claimed that the men would reveal intimate details of what they were doing. Clearly, they were complete idiots, but their idiocracy is one of the hardest pieces of evidence on how the government killed the birds. While 22 of the men made it to Nevada, one man did not. Neil Ford was the only engineer that lived to tell the story as he was left in a Waffle House bathroom because the others claimed he had to pee too many times and was ruining the vibe of the road trip. End quote from that entire website. That was all from the Birds on Real website. Couldn't make this stuff up. Oh my gosh. Undeniable evidence. Um, so they chose men who didn't have family so that if they disappeared, no one would notice. So Smart. what are these 23 men supposed to be doing? Building the the bombs that'll kill all the birds. And Okay, but, like, they need more than 23 men to build 120 B-52 bombers. They're very hardworking men, Kelly. But all, and also... Uh, no, ask the questions. No, I just feel like it. the engineers wouldn't build them. It would be, like, the assembly workers. Because engineers... Prob- You're right. You are an engineer. You would know. <laughs> yeah, Do you actually build missiles? I know. Our assembly workers yeah. do. Well, I mean, 
All right, hole number <laughs> red flag number one is if there are. I mean, maybe maybe they wanted to limit it so like probably. I'm sure the less people. The I'm sure the assembly line for B-52s because those are like actual planes is hundreds of people. So maybe they wanted to limit the number of people who would be assembling this and seeing this. But also, they could just keep the assembly workers in the dark and not tell them what they're building these for. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have to tell them what the project was. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it, it would take a long time. It's going to take a long time to make 120 Yeah, you would these. know. This made perfect sense when I was reading it, but now I'm starting to question it. <laughs> no. Well, according to this, it took two years to build 120. Okay, that makes sense. Does that sense. make sense? Does yeah, about, right? I guess. Okay. I mean, I don't work on airplanes, so I'm not really sure, but... So, anyway, the engineers at Area 51, the 22 that were left, were tasked with designing a new version. Neil? He just walked out of the Waffle House. No, Neil was the lucky one. I'll get to it. Oh, shoot. Um, He's lucky that he had a pee so often. (laughs) They were tasked with designing a new version of the B-52, a.k.a. the B-52B. The B stands for bird. (laughs) Which... So they had water tanks in place of the bombs. They weren't just going to bomb America, because that's not cool, I guess. (laughs) From the website, it says, The water tanks were hard to design, and one of the engineers almost gave up, but Thomas hit him over the head with a 40-pound wrench to try and knock some sense into him. That would kill him. He would be dead. There would be 21 left. (laughs) Well, this unintentionally put the man designing the airplane so they could give so that they could leave area 51 for good um this was to be a faulty dream however as none of the men were ever seen again we only know this information because 12 pallets of classified documents were stolen from a warehouse by one of our birds aren't real patriots so anyway took two years to build the bombers so they built them yeah and then they went missing yes okay um Complex system of radar and tracking technology was installed into the nose of the aircraft, painted, then the aircrafts were painted matte black to match the night sky, and all the lights and strobes and were removed and they put on noise reduction pads so that they could go completely undetected. Um, water, so the water tanks were filled with a specially formulated bird poison that once consumed would give the birds a virus that could be passed on to other birds. And that's how COVID-19 got started. <laughs> that a little familiar. Um, <laughs> so would this poison not poison humans? Right. So it was um, sprayed from 8,000 feet and it dissolved completely before it hit the ground. So Okay. So they were doing, they were thinking about this. I mean, th- I have no questions. And then it says um, it would only, so that ensured that it would only affect flying birds, no humans, and that the virus affected the bone structure of the bird so that total decomposition of the bird would be completed in 24 hours, so there were no bodies so left. So, just acid would just melt the bones away. Yeah. So it's like they really thought this through. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> from really here. Okay. I have no, I mean, I mean, makes sense to me. I mean, they really thought about this. I'm wondering what happened to those men, though. Did they, they never talked uh, about it? It doesn't say, it just says that they were never... I don't think it says anywhere in my notes yeah. what happened to them. They were just never heard from again. So I don't... Well, yeah, it says the only reason we know this is because they stole documents. <laughs> the pallets of documents. Pallets! <laughs> okay. Okay, so on June 2nd, 1959, Operation Water the Country, 
almost called Operation Big Bird, but they didn't want to get in trouble with PBS. <laughs> Good call. Um, so Operation Water the Country began. Within six years, hundreds of millions of robot birds, a.k.a. drones, were released, and 15% of the bird population was wiped out. Only 15%? It, it, it took time. Okay. So the CIA was solely responsible, and JFK didn't know this when he took office. So October 1963, JFK tapped into a private conversation of a CIA agent because he thought that he had been stealing his ham sandwich, (laughs) which honestly, ham sandwich, why would you even want to steal that? Yeah, that's the grossest of all the deli meats. Uh, If it was roast beef, it'd be a different story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some of that, like, oven-roasted turkey. Hell yeah. Horse head. Oh, yes, yes. But ham, no, no, no. But instead, JFK heard him talking about Operation Water the Country. So this is a transcript. Oh, can we actually, like, read it, like, back Oh, okay. So who do you want to be? I'll be be Cleaver. Okay, you can be Cleaver. So I'm Cleaver, and then Kelly is Dulles, who's the director of the CIA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Alan, I've stolen John's lunch again. Ha ha. He doesn't even know. I'm going to keep stealing it until he launches a full investigation. Then I'm going to plant a hidden camera and catch his reaction as I dump all the stolen sandwiches on his desk at one time. I'm going to call the new show You've Been Cleavered. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, that's going to be so funny. We'll have to play that clip at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. By the way, how's the bird slaughter going? How many birds have we killed so far? <laughs> We've killed about 220 million so far, and the best thing is the robot birds we've released in their place have done such a good job that nobody even suspects a thing. End transcript. Wow. Okay, so JFK didn't have enough going on as the president that he was, like, investigating a ham sandwich being stolen. (sighs) Listen, he was passionate about his deli meats. But also, he could have just been like, hey, White House, Corey in the house, like, Bring me a sandwich. <laughs> Wasn't his dad the White House the White House chef? Mm, so did Corey in the House take place during the JFK administration? Yes, for sure. <laughs> Corey and JFK were super, super tight. tight. He was bummed when he got assassinated. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, I really love that. Trump would do if someone stole his ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, fired. <laughs> fired. Wait, how did he say it on the? I never watched that. I watched. I legit watched it. All I remember is the theme song. Money, 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 <laughs> money. I think he just said, "You're fired." We interrupt this podcast to bring you a word from our sponsors. In cahoots with Kel and Savannah doesn't actually have any sponsors yet, so I made a made up a fake product, and I'm gonna have Savannah read it for the first time right now. Do you ever go to your local food lion and accidentally buy nasty ass raisins <laughs> instead of delicious juicy grapes? <laughs> no, I hate raisins. Well, do I have a solution for you? Introducing the new state of the art raisin rehydrator. Just pop in a raisin, hit go, and wait for your gross raisin to be rehydrated back into a beautiful grape. This device is great for parties or family dinners and is small enough not to take up (laughs) precious counter space. So go to the (laughs) raisinrehydrator.edu to purchase this amazing product. And if you order within the next 20 minutes, we'll go through... (laughs) 
JFK insisted that they shut down the operation, but then they showed him the prototype of the Turkey X-500. <laughs> JFK was impressed, but still demanded it be shut down. Less than a month later, he was assassinated. Then <laughs> the website says, now I'm not saying these events are correlated, but I am. Okay, I just thought of something that... Mm-hmm. Disproves this whole thing? Yes. I, I don't believe it. Nothing can okay. change my Okay, mind. so chicken and turkey are birds. But we eat chicken and turkey meat. What meat are we eating? Um, They don't fly, though. So it's only flying birds? Yeah, because that's the whole point was that they... it's like So then why the was JFK showed a prototype of the turkey X-500? Maybe it was just a nickname, but it was really for pigeons. Okay. So Maybe you're telling turkey... me that, like, ostriches are still alive and stuff, are still real, because um, they don't fly? I'm not convinced ostriches even exist at all. I think okay. they were just made up for movies and stuff. Cool. So. Agreed. No. Yeah. Okay. But p- chickens do fly, but not, like, not very, very high. high. Not high enough to be essential to the government spying But they could, fly, so they could spy on all the farmers and see what weird crap they're putting in our food. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to know. Mm. So maybe... We're eating drones. Drone meat. <laughs> it's delicious. Okay. GMO free though. GMO free <laughs> drone meat. As long as it is. Um, yeah, I've got to get free range for those drones. <laughs> what about eggs though? Well, eggs aren't hatched yet. They're not fertilized. You mean? Yeah, they're not hatched. They're not birds yet. Yeah. And they're just eggs. But a bird needs to fertilize those eggs. Like, and an actual bird would need to ha- give. I know how sex works, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) A bird would have to lay the egg. Like a real bird, right? So, maybe just some of the chickens. And actually, we'll go into that more, but it's only like 95% of the bird population has been... Okay. Yeah. Okay. JFK assassinated because he wanted to shut down birds aren't real. Confirmed. So, this website claims that the CIA has been rigging elections ever since in order to keep the operations going. In 1964, the U.S. fake accused Vietnam of attacking a U.S. destroyer and used it as an excuse to invade Vietnam to gather bauxite, which is a type of rock that contains aluminum that is essential to construct these robot birds. Now you may be wondering, says the website, how did the government excuse me, get thousands of people to build the birds, and where are they now? Why aren't they testifying in court to the atrocities they were forced to commit? Do not, do they not remember building all these robot birds? My friend, that question has been debated for decades by many within the birds aren't real community. (laughs) This is all going to be direct quoting from now on. (laughs) To sum it up, they were tripping balls. (laughs) Um, So the website says the government would send individuals to local nightclubs and bars who would then scope out a candidate who looked like they could assemble a robot bird. So, I'm sorry, how does someone look like, how do you even go up to someone and you're like, mm, doesn't look like he could assemble a robot, oh, but that woman, she could definitely assemble a robot bird. I think they were just looking for anyone who looked like they would do acid. Like, um, so then they would, they would scope out these people, and then they would tell that person they are having a costume party on acid. It was the 60s and 70s, where acid was more accepted than bottled water. These people were then given work overalls, you know, their costume, as they were told, and a small tab of acid, quote-unquote acid, which was actually just a piece of colored paper. The acid trip, they expected, was actually the bus ride to the entrance of the bunker, where they were given a toolbox and a pair of headphones that paid Pink Floyd nonstop. This combination of assembling a robot bird inside a five-story government fallout bunker led them to believe they were on the most insane trip of their life. 
you know, I was really on board until this part, and they just lost me. I honestly feel like this convinces me. Because it, it gives you how they built them. And it makes sense. Like, I just don't think that many people for that long could think that they were actually tripping and not that they were actually... But I think it's just the, like, mob mentality. So all the people around them were assembling. And they probably weren't like, oh, what's going on? They were looking around and being like, oh, well, she's doing this, so this must be... That's true. And also, like you said, it was the 60s and 70s, so crazy things were happening. Yeah, and placebo effect. That's true. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. So, any bird that leaves the U.S. is simply tracking an American that goes on vacation. Makes sense. (laughs) Yes. Um, and because the CIA has been rigging elections, every president since has turned a blind eye on this operation. So this is, um, interesting. So Trump's quote unquote wall will actually be encapsulated with thousands of microwave guns that can track any bird entering the United States and will shoot it with harsh microwaves, which destroys the bird's ability to fly and will leave it deceased in under a few hours. So this is how the U.S. government prevents real birds from entering the country (sighs) makes sense but doesn't make sense how trump knew about this and had the wall idea before he even became president because he wouldn't have been briefed about this right you're right you're absolutely right once again this theory falls apart (laughs) um so so that was just the uh, you know (laughs) the avian genocide Mm -hmm. but now we're gonna just briefly talk about the Birds Aren't Real movement, a.k.a. the movement that uncovered all this information and is so graciously providing it to us free mm-hmm. of charge. Um, so in 1975, the CIA fired everyone because their numbers for assassinating birds were too low. They had only replaced 26% of the bird population with robots thus far. <laughs> One man who was fired, who shall remain nameless, turned out to be a whistleblower. Oh, no. So he contacts, he's, he's all upset because he was fired. He contacts Clark Griffin, who's an outspoken, like, teenage activist against the Vietnam War. You know, make love, not war type of guy. Um, They started the original Birds Aren't Real movement and held popular annual rallies in Washington, D.C. from 1976 to 1993. Why don't we know about them? Because the Secret Service banned the use of film to avoid word spreading, and therefore there's no proof that this actually happened. Yeah, and there was no internet where you could just Google and post something. Yeah, exactly. Um, So... Uh, they tried to put an ad in the 1987 Super Bowl, but the government confiscated it. Bummer. Uh, uh, <laughs> that would have been the number one commercial of the <laughs> year. Sure, um, and But then their offices were raided by the FBI and all their files were confiscated. Um, and then Clark disappeared at a 1991 rally. They now celebrate that day as Blue Monday. It's May 6th, if anyone wants to mourn the loss of the leader on May 6th. But that wouldn't always be a Monday. Once again. Also the day after Cinco de Mayo, so, you know, who's really celebrating the day after? (laughs) Well, you're all hungover anyway. What are you going to do? It's going to stay home anyway. That's why it's Blue Monday. Blue (laughs) day of the week. You just call it blue whatever the day of the week is. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Anyway, the movement fell apart after that until it was revived by our fearless leader, Peter McIndo, McIndo, or whatever, in 2017. So, I have a question. Why would the CIA fire everybody but everyone knew about the birds but that would just make people piss off and want to be the whistleblower that's yeah that's a huge risk to take yeah they either had to sign an nda or 
So also everyone in the CIA knew about this because I feel like the CIA would kind of try to keep it under wraps a little bit and only tell the people who needed to know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And it doesn't just make sense to fire everyone because probably not everyone was working on this birds aren't real conspiracy. Well, yeah, maybe they didn't fire everyone in the CIA. Maybe Maybe they they just just fired the the people working working on on Operation Big Bird. (laughs) What was it? Water the 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 country? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, there's this great interview um, with Peter McIndoe. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It was broadcast by WREG News Channel 3. So, McIndoe basically kind of just explains the theory. So, he says between 1959 to 2001, so they were killing birds up until 2001, the government killed around 12 million birds and replaced them with surveillance cameras. So, he's explaining all this, and then... There's this great moment where the news anchor woman who's interviewing him says, so this is all a satire, right? You're just trying to gain traction, blah, blah, blah. And Peter (laughs) gets very defensive, and he says, that's actually very offensive to me, like, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And it's super awkward, and then the news anchor lady was, was like, oh, behind the scenes, before the show started, you were saying that this was a satire. And Peter was like, I never said that, blah, blah, blah. It... It was prime time. It's so awkward. Yeah, you, you guys, guys have to watch this Yeah, video. it was so good. Okay. So then Peter also went on to say that um, in 1976, whispers came from the White House saying that um, the birds were about to be murdered on a massive level. And the reason that it took so long for this conspiracy to, to come about is because before the internet, it was easy to censor ideas that were unpopular, which we had talked about before about how the... Um, the Secret Service banned all of the videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also talked about his popular Instagram mar- uh, merchandise store. And they basically p- asked him, where does all this money go? Do you know, do you keep all this money? Which Midkey thinks he, I think he keeps all this money, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So he says that the money from the merchandise goes to funds for the, for the effort. So, but... Where would the money go for the effort? Like, what is this? What is this movement are, doing? Yeah, what are they doing? I guess just continuing to spread the word. So it's just flyers. Because yeah, and... what are they even trying to accomplish? Are they trying to bring birds back? No, they're just trying to tell us. That this yeah, is about it. I mean, I've yeah. So I mean, I guess it's just posters. They don't really have any like rallies or marches or anything that I know of. But it seems that Peter believes in it and is very into it, even though the news. Anchor claims that he had said it was all a satire before the interview. <laughs> That's so awkward. It was. I. He's l- like, oh, but earlier you said I didn't say that. No. Yeah, my jaw dropped. Oh. I was like, this is I prime had- time television. It happened live, so they couldn't yes. cut anything out. I had like secondhand embarrassment watching it. It, it was, was so cringy. It reminded me of whatever like anytime leslie nope would go on any show in um parks and rec any like talk show because they were always so awkward yeah it was literally like, like you're that. heard with a bird and he- <laughs> i'm heard <laughs> i'm heard okay i just want to real quick say that I, that there's not this isn't like a hundred percent made up lie because um in 2019 the cia released declassified like details of a secret cold war spy pigeon mission Mm. um 
Um, so the files revealed how pigeons were trained for clandestine missions <laughs> photographing sensitive sites inside the Soviet Union. Um, so they would, uh, literally attached tiny cameras to pigeons. And the and I guess they chose pigeons because I didn't realize this, but pigeons have the unique, like, an inner GPS where if you drop them anywhere in the world, they could find their way home. Oh. Which is wild. Mm-hmm. Which I wish I had. I wish I was a pigeon. I'm <laughs> I so directionally challenged. Um, so the, they also revealed... That ravens were used to drop bugging devices on windowsills, and dolphins were trained for underwater missions. Honestly, I could see a dolphin be doing an undercover mission. Yeah. For um, sure. Okay, I also... So anyway, partial truth, I'm gonna go with this is 100% false. It's all a Instagram... Definitely think it's a... A way to sell merchandise and make money. Yeah, to make money. But this is interesting about the pigeon... <laughs> clandestine missions i never heard of that but it does make sense because you know birds can fly anywhere so they can yeah they could they could definitely spy on people for sure okay i also i'm actually gonna look at their merch too and i think i might buy some <laughs> it's really good so some of the things that their merchandise say it's very well designed let's see spread the feathered gospel <laughs> with a with a bird dressed like jesus i think is that is that sacrilegious? Yeah, a little bit, be. I would say. Um, this one says, birds charge on power lines. Oh, yeah, that oh, was another. That's good. Yeah. They sit on power lines. Yeah. And when charge. birds migrate, they're going back to charge. That's why they go oh. south for the, for the winter. Or Makes north? sense. Yep. Yep. Sure. Um, one is a picture of a baby, like, a baby with a pigeon's head with, like, building blocks, and it says, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Which, like, no, but that doesn't convince me that they're not real. Well, because they stay in their nest. And yeah, the, exactly. The, the I've mama seen, bird will I've bring seen, them food. um, baby birds. Yeah. In fact, a lot of baby birds, or mama birds, have built nests outside my parents' house, and we watch them grow up, and it's really sad when they fly away. <laughs> Get really emotionally attached. Bird watching goes both ways. Ooh, AKA the birds are I like that you. one. I really like that yeah. one. Um, a lot of good tie-dye shirts. I'm really into tie-dye right now that just say birds aren't real. The yeah. birds work for the bourgeoisie. What is the bourgeoisie? <sighs> Great question, Kelly. Let's find out. <laughs> oh, crap. I accidentally clicked. What is the boundary between Europe and Asia? That's not what I meant to say. Turkey. Do you think I'm smart? The bourgeoisie is the middle class, typically with reference to its perceived materialistic values or conventional attitudes. In Marxist context, it's the capitalist class who own most of society's wealth. That makes sense. I guess. I like that one. The birds work for the bourgeoisie. Then one just has a picture of a pigeon. It says, I am alive! (laughs) Which, that's a good one, too. Then there's one that has a... (laughs) It's... It's a giant raven, and it's got Uncle Sam and a newsboy as puppets. <laughs> it's, like, controlling them. And it says the government and the media. Oh, my gosh. That's wild, actually. How much are these shirts? They're only, like, $25. And is there only shirts? Is there other type of merchandise? There's um, sweatshirts. There's uh, baseball caps, sweatshirts. I said that twice. Beanies. More are there, sweatshirts. Are there stickers? <laughs> I, I would buy a sticker. <laughs> there are stickers and they're pretty nice. dope. There's a pin. That one's really nice. Oh, that's I cute. That. Yeah. I'd put that on a hydro I'd flask. Put that on my laptop. Um, 
And I think it says a, a free sticker comes with a purchase. Ooh. I might be buying one of these t-shirts. I really like them. Also, I just want to take a quick dive into their Instagram. Um, they have 251,000 followers. Wow. What's their at? At Birds Aren't Real. They're verified. Oh, my God. So you know this conspiracy is <laughs> yeah. real. Um, I'm going to follow them. <clears throat> it's, their bio says, so it says birds aren't real. They used to be until the U.S. government replaced them with identical drone replicas designed to spy on the American public. Founded in 1976. Okay. Also, let me just go over. I subscribe to their emails. Oh, goodness. Besides giving me special 4th of July discounts, um, I also got an email that says... Um, Although most bird drones are used primarily for surveillance, the government makes use of their robotic replicas in more ways than one. This is our base-level drone field guide for common bird drone types. And it's a legit infographic, um, a basic guide for identifying common bird drone types. So, pigeons are used for city surveillance. Vultures are for public sanitation. The bluebird is a retina scanner. That's actually very scary because my... My mom has a water fountain in her backyard. I mean, not a water fountain, a bird bath, and a lot of bluebirds. And they're also... They're scanning your retinas. I know, no, I know that they are because they're the bullies. Like, every time they come, all those smaller birds fly away, and they, like, peck at them until they leave. So that they can scan my retina. (laughs) Owls are for night surveillance, obvi. Mm -hmm. Hummingbirds are attack drones. I love a hummingbird. Me too. Um, seagulls are coastal surveillance. This is all very obvious. Goose is recreational surveillance. Okay, but do goose fly? Do geese fly? They do. Can we edit that? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Um. They do. Geese do fly. I was thinking of swans. I was thinking of swans. Look at all those chickens. Mm -hmm. Um, hawks are regional alphas, whatever that means, and sparrows are general surveillance. What about eagles? Eagles, eagles are not on here. <clears throat> They're just... Eagles are probably the same as hawks, regional alpha. Yeah, makes sense. Whatever that is. And then they have a parable of the week. Memes are the modern day parable. This week's is brought to us, and then they talk about a subreddit. Um, and it's Spongebob. Oh, no. <laughs> looking <laughs> looking at, like, a, a fish, a, another co-fish. A fellow fish. A fellow fish who's eating a Krabby Patty. And Spongebob's looking at him like, eh, eh. And his hat says the government. And then the fish, the other fish, is me pretending I haven't been spreading anti-bird surveillance propaganda. <laughs> I'm so That's happy funny. I subscribed to their emails. Um, But anyway, their Instagram is really legit. I'm excited to see the type of content they put out. They've been featured in Barstool Sports. Hmm. They have, a, like, a very dramatic black and white photo of Peter McIndoe that says disbelieve in something, even if it means sacrificing yeah. everything. And it has, like, the Nike logo. <laughs> Nike. Oh, my gosh, that's so good. Birds aren't real. Say no to birds. Pigeons are liars. Stay woke. I want to So I would just say go look at their Instagram because there is some entertainment on there. I can't wait to dive into this. Um, there's one where it's, like, the guy trying to choose between the two red buttons and one is belief in birds and the other is intelligence. <laughs> So good. So good. Um, I'm just, I'm so impressed by this young man. Truly a, a, a modern day marketing genius. For sure. He, he's got to be so rich right now. Oh yeah. He's like one of those like 10 year olds who make like million dollars off of YouTube videos. Yeah. He's finessed the system for oh sure. Oh my gosh. But I would also like to say that the drones nowadays are very advanced that the public can get 
So that means that the government has had this technology for 10, 15 years? I don't remember. I read something that said that whatever technology we have, the government has had for 10 years. They, you know. That's true. That makes sense. I so, believe it. So, yeah. My brother has a friend who's really into drones, and he has this really nice one. My and cousin is, too. it can track just one person. Like, you can set it to track yes. one person, and it will follow them around. And also, it has a home, so it it will f- land right back to where it took off if you say yeah. send it home. Oh, and it knows if it's, like, running low on battery, so yeah. it can't, like, get lost. Yeah. yeah. So... I'm just saying that, not that I believe in this, but the drone technology is oh, actually awesome. really scary if you think about what it can be used against, you know, how the government can use it against us. Yeah. So, food for thought. Try to sleep well tonight, guys. <laughs> Good Every- luck. <laughs> yeah, everyone's watching you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we are constantly being watched. Yeah. So, by bird drones, by of bird. course. <laughs> so, what are, the, what's the, what are the odds that this is true, Kelly? I'm going to say... Two percent. I was gonna say one. I just want to give it that extra little. Yeah, I don't want to say zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he put in a lot of effort into the backstory. Like mm-hmm. he really thought out a lot of points. Not everything. Not everything. Yeah, for sure. Um, but mad respect to Peter McIndoe. Yeah, he really created a a movement and social media empire. Honestly, truly. Um. So. We never came up with an outro. No. It could be like stay woke. It could be like it could be like Mad Eye Moody from Harry Potter and you could just say Constant Vigilance. Yeah, I like that. Um, stay woke. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. <laughs> um So Don't be a sheep. Yeah. Um Everyone's lying to you. Yeah. The truth Trust is out no there. One. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. Yes. And as we like to say, trust no one. <laughs> it doesn't really have a good ring to no. it. Um, Thanks for listening. We hope this episode was a month better than the first one. <laughs> I hope it was very eye-opening to you. Yes. And that every time you see a bird, you kick it and try to disassemble the drone that is yes. currently spying on you. You chop it up <laughs> to find the metal pieces inside um and next time you try to bite into a chicken think twice because it's probably made of metal (laughs) (laughs) it's robot meat it's definitely robot meat um so um trust no one trust no one (laughs) Uh, bye bye